0: Welcome back to the Ohio 88 Patreon. This time we have a returning guest on the show and as always, I'm always excited to have you on. (laughs) Um, She's been a supporter of the show for quite a while and very interactive, always sending me cases, different things about Ohio, which is really cool and I really love. So see, she suggested another Patreon episode regarding a missing person with ties to Union County. So we're going to get into that one after this episode. But Stacy, without further ado, or me blabbering on a little bit, do you want to <laughs> reintroduce yourself to the listeners and kind of, I'm sure most of them know who you are, but maybe what's new?
1: <laughs> sure. I am Stacy. I'm a lifelong Ohio resident, and I don't live in Union County, but I have um, family that lives there. My sister lives there, so I have ties to it that way. And um, I met Heather on Facebook. Actually, she friended me um, over her um, na- Nature versus Narcissism podcast. And then she started this podcast, and I thought that was really cool and right up my alley. And um, there's not really anything new. So
0: I. <laughs> uh, she loves dogs too. So she's perfect. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll get started then because we do want to definitely have some time for the missing persons case that she brought to light. And it's it's kind of crazy because I always say, oh, I, I don't think I've heard of that. And then, you know, we get to digging into it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've seen an episode about this. So I'm actually really excited to talk about the one that you brought up because I've had questions about that one for a while. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a roller coaster one. So, like always, we'll begin with the history and the facts about Union County, and then we will get into the juicy, fun, delicious, and spooky stuff. So, according to the Ohio History Central website, Union County, Ohio was established on January 10th, 1820, after the Ohio government authorized its creation. The state of Ohio formed Union County from parts of Franklin. Delaware, Logan, and Madison counties, which we haven't covered any of those aside from Franklin so far, I believe, on the show. Um, And since the county was formed from a union of parts of other counties, residents chose to name the county Union County. (laughs) Very straightforward. (laughs) Not, Not much to, you know, divulge into with that one, I guess, but... Union County is located in West Central Ohio. It is predominantly rural with less than 1% of the county's 437 square miles consisting of urban areas. Most voters, we see this a lot with Ohio, most voters in Union County claim to be independents. Yet in recent years, they have overwhelmingly supported the Republican Party candidates at the national level, of course. And I feel like I say that every single time. So basically, everybody, Ohio is red. That's what we're looking at. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. The county seat is Marysville. And I've been waiting to cover this for a while because there's a lot of stuff in Marysville that I like to talk about. But we'll get into that later. (laughs)
1: Uh, Marysville has a population, as of the 2000 census, was about 15,942 people which really surprised me because knowing what I know now, I was like, that doesn't seem like very much. Right. Um, And it, unlike most of Ohio's predominantly rural counties, Union County experienced an increase in population a 28% increase between 1990 and 2000, increasing the total number of residents to 40,909 people. And, now in 2021, which is what I'm familiar with, um the population has increased to 61,400 people and just driving around there the amount of housing that is developing is that's it'll be even higher than that in the next census, I'm sure, probably double.
0: That's crazy. Is it like It is super tight, like everywhere you drive like it's just It's all apartments
1: to- and condos and yeah. You know, like the cookie counter houses and subdivisions, and yeah. it's bonkers.
0: So, not a lot of woodsy areas anymore.
1: <laughs> no, um, my sister—they live out in the country beside a cattle farm, actually. But that's very pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Like, and that is an average of about 140 people per square mile.
0: It feels like sardine town yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I get I get what you're talking about with like the cookie cutter houses and all the subdivisions popping up and especially the apartment complexes and it's not even mm-hmm. just like you know what I remember when I was growing up with the giant apartment complexes you know that had like the townhouses in the middle and the little ranches on the end and you know there were like five or six buildings in a little area it's more right. like these overpowering like almost skyscraper type apartment buildings nowadays mm-hmm. and they're so fancy and when we were actually looking for an apartment probably six or so years ago we were looking at some in the neighborhood that we already lived in and the rent for it was insane like I don't know what yeah. your guys's rent is up in that area but we normally average between like I don't know 780 and like a thousand a month for like a two-bedroom or a two-bedroom and a den type in this area and these apartments were like one and two bedrooms very small but they were averaging like fifteen hundred dollars a month I'm like that's insane and it's like yeah connected to strip malls you know or right shopping centers it's wild yeah well I know like
1: around where I live the rent would be different because it's more of a rural area but I know like when my nephew was getting ready to move out, like, last year, they were building some new apartments just on the north side of Marysville, and he was working there at the time, around there at the time, and he couldn't afford them, like, mm. where he was working, so he he did get a different job, and he moved to Columbus, but, like, I think they're about $1,000 a month for a one-bedroom, but I, oh. I'm not for sure on
0: that, but... See, that to me is just bonkers, especially like, you know, now that I've been doing this podcast, I can see the figures and the numbers and what people make on average and stuff. And I always thought I was just so poor. And I feel like everybody is when you're looking yeah. at housing prices compared to what you actually make right now, you know, right? like at any job, you would think that you would make a lot more than you do. I don't, I don't get it. Right. Frustrating. <laughs> Um, so the main reason for this increase that Stacy just mentioned is like from 1990 to 2000 was because of from Columbus and nearby Franklin County, people sought escape from that city's like hustle and bustle by moving to a more rural neighboring counties. So they were just like, OK, we're done with this. We don't like the city life. It's way too busy, way too much going on. We're going to move out a little bit to you know, a more rural area, which kind of sounds like what your sister did <laughs> in yep. a way. Yeah.
1: Well, they started out when they first got married and they moved down, down that way. They lived in one of the, the very first subdivision that Marysville built. And then they moved to Pittsburgh for a couple of years. And then when they moved back, they knew they didn't really want to live in a subdivision again. So they found this place out in the country. And um, but now like that original subdivision, I, I don't even know how many there are around it. Like oh, I man. think probably eight to 10 and it has changed so much that even when I go down there, I'm like, I don't remember how to get there.
0: <laughs> like Cause it's, it's so it's congested just, with it now. Yeah. And
1: it's so changed and it's only about, uh, maybe a 10 minute drive from the, what we're going to talk about here, the largest employer of that County. So, um, that's where almost everybody lives. Like that's where they congregate to live. Wow. Um, and my sister actually has a neighbor that used to live in a, another Columbus sub- suburb. That um, and they were, you know, city people. They were not familiar with the rural area. Well, they moved up to this area, or sorry, that area. You know, to get away from the hustle and bustle of city life. Well, they moved right beside a cattle farm. <laughs> And that they did not, they did not like that. They they called the sheriff on like the cattle smell and all this stuff at first. Ooh. So I, I don't think they do that anymore. I think they have tolerated it now, but it's like, they just didn't understand that.
0: Yeah. Like that country know. life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went yeah. to the fair all week this week, The the one mm-hmm. in my county. And I was like, man, I forgot how much I liked the country life. <laughs> like now that I'm working in the city and we live kind of you know in the outskirts of a city basically I'm like oh, I like this like the smell you get used to it that's just walk away from it you know what I mean but it's just right. like everybody's super friendly with each other and everybody's just there to have a good time and just hang out and stuff and I'm like oh I, I like this it's not like yeah. everything's so like scheduled and scripted and you have to be perfect and you can just wear your shorts and t-shirt and it's cool <laughs> like yeah. I was like I miss this <laughs> yeah The
1: county's largest employer is our manufacturing businesses, followed closely by farming, and over 73% of the county's acreage is farmland. Service industries such as healthcare and communications and retail positions rank a distant third and fourth. Honda of America operates a plant in Marysville, and this facility is the county's single largest employer. And this facility ties into the missing persons case that I suggested to Heather for the Patreon episode.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is, I have a, a friend that works at Honda now and she said every time I drive out of that factory or whatever, she's like, I think of that, this missing oh. persons case. And uh, there are, are a lot of people that work there and uh, it's, it is the, it's like a sea of white because they all have to wear white, uniforms right but yes it is it's it is I don't even know what to say about it (laughs) yeah
0: I know I feel like you want to to give away too much for the rest of the episodes I was just gonna say that but I do have a question about it too so when we get there I need to remember when you uh when you said a sea of white just remember that and I'll ask my question (laughs) um yeah but we'll get into that you guys definitely you'll have to come back for that episode because We're going to have a lot to talk about, but so since we're here, we're talking about Marysville, you know, the county seat, and I had mentioned something about, you know, wanting to cover this area for a while. Obviously, a lot of people are going to realize that I want to because the Ohio State Reformatory for Women is located in Marysville. I don't know what it is. I just love talking about prisons, learning about them, (laughs) jails. It's weird, I know, but it's interesting to me. (laughs) So... This reformatory opened in 1916. It sits on a total of about 257 acres. They employ about 504 people, and that's you know people running it, people the corrections officers, things like that. So 504 on that staff. Uh, the prison population as of July 1st of 2019 was about 2,394 people. They have several unique programs there as well. One of them is the Short-Term Offender Unit, and that is uh, designed to service offenders that are newly received into the prison that are serving sentences that are 90 days or less. So they're not going to be there very long. They're not hard criminals. The curriculum for that program was designed to enable the officers or the offenders by providing suitable programming that is accelerated to enhance their re-entry back into the community. So we always talk about rehabilitation and stuff like that and how these facilities are, are meant to rehabilitate people and, and re-enter into society as, you know, just hardworking, you know, law-abiding people, but sometimes that doesn't work. So this program is really geared to be able to rehab people and let them reenter society and be productive individuals. Hopefully it works. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) we know it doesn't. Right. They do a lot of stuff in that program, too. They have life skills classes, coping strategies, family services, finance management, because obviously when you go to jail or prison, you're you're not really connected with the outside anymore. A lot of people lose their Mm -hmm. jobs, their housing, their families. If they have young children, they may lose custody. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. And I think this program is really trying to help, you know, readjust them and and get their lives back on track. So I think that's that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And the
1: Inmate Reintegration Unit is a program that they use at the Ohio State Reformatory for Women. The Chillicothe Correctional Institution, or CCI, and the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction provides reentry programming for offenders. CCI opened a reintegration dorm that was specifically designed to meet the offenders' programming needs. This unit was designed as a last step for inmates to gain skills that will equip them to become productive members of society. The reintegration unit is based on a pro-social model of integrating institutional and community resources to facilitate re-entry and reduce. Oh,
0: boy. Residivism. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I was like, I've heard that word, but I'm going to butcher it.
0: <laughs> it's so hard too. the first time you read it, you're like, is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: therapeutic community is also a, another long-term residential alcohol and other drug AOD treatment program. The TC approach or therapeutic community approach views AOD abuse as a reflection of chronic deficits in social, vocational, familial economic and personal personality development. The aim of the therapeutic community is to promote pro-social behavior attitudes, and values as a method to attain abstinence from alcohol and other drugs and eliminate antisocial behaviors. The TC at the Ohio Reformatory for Women and Pickwell, Pickaway are collaborative efforts between the Ohio DRNC and the Ohio Department of Alcohol and Drug Addiction Services.
0: Um, and then they have a couple more programs that I thought were really interesting. You see this sometimes on like prison uh Shows like on, oh my gosh, what is it, A&E or whatever, Mm -hmm. where they discuss, you know, new moms or pregnant women who go into the prison system and, hey, how are they supposed to get the help? You know, they're still having a child while they're behind bars, things like that. So they do have a mom and kids day for one, um, because, you know, when somebody's in prison, they may still have children out there that need to have a bonding experience with their mother. So the Ohio Reformatory for Women tries to promote that family bonding uh, in preparation for family reunification. So eventually, you know, with every, if everything goes like it's supposed to and they're rehabbed correctly, they're going to reunite with their children. And sometimes, you know, I'm not a doctor or a scientist or whatever you want to call it, but sometimes if a mother has gone from their child for too long during those you know, developmental stages, they're not going to bond very well with their mother. So I think that they're trying to avoid, you know, negative impacts in the child's life. I mean, they're already missing their mom who went away for doing something bad. So they're still trying to keep that bond together. So they have a day camp that's a mom and me day camp. They schedule that during the summer months. Uh, They have a mom and kids day holiday event, which is scheduled in December for like the Christmas and different celebrations like that. And those events allow the families to come to the institution, spend the day with their, their mother and participate in different events together with entertainment, food, fun. Um, It basically allows the kids to spend time with their moms and, kind of forget that their mom is not in the picture at the moment you know they they still need that i don't even know how to describe it you know they just still need that bond and that time with their mom and just to forget that she's locked up right now right so i think that's really good and they also have something called achieving baby care success so child development experts have determined that infants must bond with their mother in the first few months of their life For their emotional and intellectual functioning. In June of 2001, the Ohio Reformatory for Women opened Ohio's only nursery program within an institution. Very cool. Ohio does a lot of cool things. (laughs) The Achieving Baby Care Success program allows incarcerated pregnant inmates to maintain custody of their infants after they're born. Each participant has an individualized treatment plan so that the problems that resulted in her incarceration are thoroughly addressed. They have hands-on parenting instruction available for the mothers in the program, and eligible mothers for the program are screened and must be serving a short-term sentence for a nonviolent crime. So I'm thinking that they're talking about like a 90 days or less type of sentence. I uh, could be a little mm-hmm. bit wrong there, but, you know, they can't be serving, you know, multiple years for, you know, murder. Grand lar- yeah, yeah, murder. <laughs> exactly. so it just it it basically ensures that the mothers and infants leave the institution together and at the time that I pulled this there were eight babies in the nursery so I don't know how many there are now but it's working so that's pretty cool
1: they also have many other offender programs they have a greyhound dog program possibility dog program
0: paul's like paul's like dog paws yeah cute paws ability (laughs) yeah yeah
1: circle tail dog program and ged courses a liter literacy unit and industry related programs such as an optical shop a sewing shop and an embroidery shop okay i have questions about that because wouldn't there be things in there that they could use this weapon
0: people with Mm -hmm. I was thinking that as as too. Saw
1: sewing shop and embroidery shop. Uh, okay.
0: I think that, so, you know, I want to have Dan back on here as well because I think when it comes to this type of stuff, again, we're probably dealing with the nonviolent offenders, maybe somebody who mm. is in there for passing a bad check or, um, I don't know, I don't know, unpaid tickets. I, I don't know. I don't know what the right. crimes right. are that they're in there for less than 90 days, but I feel like... If you're able to be in a program like that, it's because you're a nonviolent offender, I would think. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't work in a facility. I would definitely like to know more because it does seem a little dangerous. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And some career technical or vocational programs, landscaping, cosmetology, and general office systems. Some inmates may opt to take an advanced job training program as well, and that is through Sinclair Community College. It's pretty cool.
0: Um, When my mom, I think, oh gosh, how old was I? I was like six or seven and my mom was actually put in a facility for like six months for something stupid, but they had that as well. I think maybe it was, I don't know, I was six or seven, so I don't know if this was the facility or not, but I know we had to drive a while to get there, but they had a time around Christmas when we were allowed to go and see her and she was allowed to give us gifts and she was actually in a GED course and some other vocational course. So I'm wondering if this is where she was at. Could be. <laughs> Pretty neat. Well, not neat. I don't know. I don't know the right <laughs> word to use here. But. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that I think was a perfect segue into our school talk for Union County. But I couldn't find any solid data regarding the colleges in Union County. Maybe there aren't any. Maybe the county is too small and they're kind of on the outskirts. I'm not sure if you know anything about that. Um, I asked my
1: sister, since she lives in Union County, and um, she said that Marysville Early College is Columbus State. Okay. And Columbus State works with Marysville High School at grades 9 through 12, and the students can graduate with a high school diploma and an associate's degree in some fields. Now, my sister teaches for a Union County school. It's actually called North Union, and they use Marion Technical College for, like, the college prep courses and that kind of thing, and they only do junior and seniors.
0: Okay.
1: But there is no actual college campus in Union County, because when I, after I, you know, read through your notes and I saw that, I Googled it, which I'm sure you did, and (laughs) um, it came up, like columbus state and i was like well that doesn't make sense because columbus state would be in columbus mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh so i then i was looking because then i had a picture of a building and i and i was familiar with that was like marysville school because my um nephews had went there when they were younger and then my sister had taught there for a short time and i was like well, i'm pretty sure that's just marysville school and so I
0: asked her, and that's what she told me. That makes a lot more sense, then, because I'm like, am I just stupid because I can't no. find anything? No, <laughs> and I
1: think probably because they're so close to Columbus, mm-hmm. and then Marion isn't that far either, which Ma- Marion Tec- it's Marion Technical College, and then also there's an OSU branch at Marion.
0: Okay. Okay, that adds up, then. Mm-hmm. I was yep. like, um, we don't have any colleges to talk about, but... <laughs> nope. That's funny. Okay, cool. Um, So I guess as far as the industries and the workforce goes, the most common employment sectors for those who live in Union County are manufacturing. We see this with like every county it seems like so far. Uh, healthcare and social assistance and retail trade. The highest paying industries in Union County by median earnings are management of companies and enterprises where they make about 115000 Mining and quarrying and oil and gas extraction, you make about 107000 And professional, scientific, and technical services coming out at about 83000 All big money bags, and I don't have any of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the most common job groups by number of people uh, living in Union County are management occupations, which is right around 3,400 people, office and administrative support occupations and production occupations. The highest paid jobs held by residents of Union County are legal occupations, (laughs) $116,000, computer and mathematical occupations, 89,000 and computer engineering and science occupations, 86,000. Again, I am in all of the wrong fields. (laughs) People are banking.
1: Yeah. The median property value in Union County was about $203,000, almost $204,000 in 2019, which is 0.847 times smaller than the national average of $240,500. Between 2018 and 2019, the median property value increased from $196,500 to $203,800 is a 3.72% increase. Now, homeownership rate in Union County, Ohio is 78.5, which is higher than the national average of 64.1. But I wonder if those numbers are going to change within the next three to five years, probably three years, with the amount of apartments and condos and that kind of thing that are going up and that uh, down there
0: especially with how fast it feels like everything's growing yeah i feel like that's gonna spike yeah and
1: people in Union county have an average commute time of 24.3 minutes still shorter than my commute <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like five times longer than my
0: commute <laughs> jeez
1: lucky i have like yeah i live on the south end of town in my employer is on the north end of town so I literally just drive across town
0: that's hilarious that's awesome yeah we when we moved out here I was working from home and I'm like oh it's probably gonna stick it's gonna be permanent um nope <laughs> I'm back in the office every day <laughs> such a long drive so do, you said that you currently obviously do not live in Union County but did you ever live in Union County or is it just that you have family out there
1: no, I've never, I've only ever lived in Hardin and Wyandotte counties. Um, no, my sister has lived there off and on since they graduated from college. They moved to Marysville back in, um, oh, maybe 2000, I think. My, my nephew was maybe four or five years old. And um, they, then they, like I said, they moved to Pittsburgh and then they came back to, Union County, um, so, and it's only about, from where I grew up, well, both places, actually, where I grew up and where I live now, it's only about a 40-minute drive to get into Union County, so.
0: That's not too bad, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, my commute to work alone can be anywhere from 45 minutes to a little over an hour, depending mm-hmm. on the roads and stuff, but um, basically from all of our family currently. We're about 50 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes from everyone, so that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that was our sneak peek for the Union County Patreon episode. Remember, you can listen to the entire episode on the Ohio 88 Patreon page for just a dollar a month. In this exclusive episode, I'll discuss all things Union County with Stacy. You will hear about the most beautiful places, the most interesting and famous people, fun things to do, cool places to visit, and my personal favorite, all things spooky and haunted from Union County. In addition to the full county episode, you will find bonus content and exclusive episodes that are released to Patreon supporters only. Not to mention, you will receive goodies and merch in the mail. And for this particular county, you will hear about a missing persons case that Stacey brought to my attention with ties to Union County, so you won't want to miss that. Head on over to patreon.com slash ohio88 and sign up today.
1: With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.